wasn't sure if we were going to travel at all this summer, but we ended up doing a little getaway last weekend, and I learned so much about hotel travel with all that's going on right now. So that's what this podcast is all about, how to pick where to go, how to plan ahead so you're cautious and taking precautions to keep your family healthy, the extra things that I think you should pack that you wouldn't normally, and then after all that, how to let loose and have so much fun and not have all the new steps and rules get you frustrated and over it. Vacations do look different this summer, but they are not canceled. I'm sharing what it was like at the hotel and how we navigated wearing masks all the time, even by the pool. I'm telling you all the things I packed and the things I wish I would have packed for this trip. So whether you are driving somewhere or flying to get away, this podcast has all the tips you need for traveling during COVID. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. All right, let's talk about summer travel and summer travel during COVID. So I really like to bring you podcasts that bring you content that is interesting and things that I have learned. And some things I've learned like over years and years, often by failing and getting back up. And other things I learned in the here and now, and I want to bring it to you because I wish I would have known it a week ago. And this podcast is one of those. So we just did a little getaway, a staycation at Terranea. We drove up a little less than an hour up to LA County and stayed right on the beach at Terranea. And it was gorgeous. And it was interesting because I called, I read online, I talked to the concierge, I talked to the front desk. But still, even though I thought I did, um, my research, even once I got there, I was like, oh my gosh, I was not even prepared in the right way or as well as I could have been. And I thought some of it, maybe I could have even anticipated, but some of, you know, like anything in life, like most things, you got to live it to know. So that's what this is, is I am sharing all the tips that I learned. And when I was there, I talked to the hotel managers. I talked to the team members of the hotel just to kind of get a pulse on, obviously this was just one place, but I think that they're, you know, part of a bigger group, of course, a bigger group of hotels. And I think it represents a lot of the thinking of a lot of hotels anywhere that you could travel. So I'm bringing you everything that I've learned in the last week about traveling during COVID. Now, I wanted to avoid air travel. With this entire COVID thing, I am, I mean, and in life, I'm a very just non-judgmental person. I'm kind of like, everyone make your own best decision do what feels good for you, do what feels right. So zero judgment at all. My husband just flew to Alaska. He felt comfortable with that. For me, my kids, especially Parker, is still like at that little phase where he's touching things and touching his face and all that. And I just didn't want the stress of flying somewhere, at least at this stage. So I knew that I wanted to do somewhere that we could drive to. And we live in Newport Beach in Orange County. And there are so many great, great hotels in Orange County that that feels like a little bit too much like, well, why wouldn't we just stay in our own bed type thing, especially since Parker's still a little bit easier in his own bed. You know, for me, if you drive like 15 minutes, I don't know, sometimes that can still feel like a great staycation. 
for me with the kids and everything, um, if I'm going to spend the money, I want to go like a little bit to a new experience. So that's what we did. We went up to LA, stayed at Terranea. It was, it was awesome. It ended up being a great choice for us. And let me tell you why. So when you're picking where to go, I think that you need to think about what everyone in your family is going to do. And I've said this on past podcasts, like think about you wake up in the morning, is everyone in your family going to be happy with the options? And a lot of things right now are more mellow. Things are canceled. Kids clubs are canceled. Workout classes are canceled. Um, you know, group activities are canceled. Lots of the fun things are canceled. So we've got to modify. We all have to be a little bit more flexible and understand it's just going to be more mellow. Like it just is what it is. But pick somewhere where there's lots of where where everyone will be happy. Also, I wanted something that was outside. Like I wanted something with lots of fresh air. Like of course we're in our hotel room, but then we can get outside and go on walks, go on hikes. We hiked down a hill and went to the tide pools, which was really fun. But the grounds itself at Terranea are just, I mean, it's huge. It's almost like you're tired from just walking around from the pools to the different restaurants. Um, bring, if you're going to Terranea, bring kids scooters. And I think this is a great idea if you're just going on any staycation where you can bring scooters easily if it's an outdoor area because it's so much fun and it gets your kids moving a little bit faster sometimes. Sometimes it can also be a total pain because they're bashing it into the walls and into your ankle. But I think it's still worth it because it gives them something fun to do. And even if you're just getting outside and going on a walk and having your morning coffee, it's not like, you know, for kids going on a walk isn't always the most fun thing. So bring even maybe rollerblades if there aren't a lot of hills or skates. Um, but I love a scooter because it's just easy. We're not putting on and off shoes um, or even little bikes you could bring. That's one of the best things about a staycation. If you're dr- driving your car, you can bring those bulky things that you wouldn't necessarily fly with. So bring things like that to where even if you're just having lots of out t- outside time, you're kind of bringing your own entertainment. So as far as picking your place, decide if you want to fly or if you don't want to fly. And I think with all that's going on right now and all that is canceled, if you can pick somewhere that is outside with lots of fresh air, you're going to have the most to do and you're going to kind of be happiest and feel the most comfortable. Bring lots of masks and sanitizer. It's inevitable that masks get misplaced depending on if you're using disposable masks or reusable masks. The reusable are hard. I forgot reusable for everyone and disposable because the reusable are hard because if you're going to go away for a week, Really, you probably want to be washing your mask much more often than that. So do what feels comfortable, but keep in mind you might want to bring a combination of both, disposable and the reusable masks. Um, But I definitely wouldn't just bring one mask for everyone because they get misplaced and you would probably want to wash them unless you're washing them at night in your hotel room. Then you're way more on top of it than I am. Um, I think that now more than ever, you need to pack smart and don't overpack just because COVID already presents, you know, more challenges. We already have enough stuff to deal with. Now we're doing masks. Um, Some people are doing gloves. We're doing lots of um, sanitizing. I just feel like there's more stuff to carry. So now more than ever, I would say pack a couple days ahead of time, not the night before you're going to go somewhere, just so you don't have so much stuff that you're always rummaging through, you know, do things that are versatile sweatshirts that could be worn, you know, during the day or in the morning. And then also again at night, or if you're doing pool time, when they get cold and they get out of the pool, I really try to pack versatile things versus like an epic evening outfit for everyone. So try not to overpack and pack ahead of time. Also 
pack snacks, and if you are one to enjoy a little sip of a cocktail, pack that too. It was really interesting. When we got there, I, even though I called and talked to the front desk and everything, so much changes. Like I don't, I don't even blame the hotel because I got different information when I called versus once we got there. But right now, things are just changing every day. So we have to kind of navigate through that. So I think that you should bring, um, if you like wine or champagne or cocktails and snacks, snacks for you, if you have kids, snacks for the kids, just because what I've found that at most hotels, probably half of the restaurants are open. So it's not as easy. Like where we went, the there was no nothing easy to get at the pool for the first, we stayed there for four days. The first two days, there was nothing. And then the last two days when it was, when there were more people there and it was more of weekend days, more things were open. But when we first got there, I was like, oh my gosh, I wasn't prepared for this at all. Just because there were a couple places open, but it was a far walk. You had to, you know, put in your order, wait 20 minutes, walk and find something somewhere to eat it at. Or if you wanted a cocktail by the pool, you'd have to walk far down to the bar. And then what do you do? Get like two, so you don't have to walk down every hour if you want to, if you want to keep sipping. So what I would do is I would take like an awesome cooler, like a Yeti cooler. If you like a cocktail, like a, a vodka drink or something, and I would mix it all up. And then I would just keep it cold and bring your own cooler and make your own little drinks by the pool or, um, you know, wine or champagne. Of course, you can't have glass by the pool. So open it up ahead of time and empty it into a corksicle or a Yeti or a Hydro Flask, one of those awesome, really insulated containers and plan to bring your own. And listen, worst case, you, I don't know, drink it in the room or bring it home. But like I said, so many things are changing so often. It really like the first day when we got there, we all we went with um and one other family and then one of our other family friends joined us towards the end, and so we all were kind of like, oh my gosh, this is going to be tough. Like if we're every time the kids want, you know, poolside chicken fingers and fries, if one of us has to walk fifteen minutes down the hill and then fifteen minutes back, this does not make for a relaxing trip at all, and it makes it hard to watch all the kids and things like that. So pack extra snacks, and I packed like a cooler bag of snacks. That's one thing I always do. So I have, I made like peanut butter and jellies and applesauces and perfect food bars for the kids. And, um, I even brought like a big Ziploc of apples and string cheese, just grab and go things. So if we do have to kind of eat quite a bit from it, everyone's not just eating like chips and crackers all day, that there's some kind of fresh cold food too. So extra snacks, bring your booze, plan that things are going to be closed and inconvenient. And if they're open, then that's just a bonus. But there's nothing worse than paying than paying all this money and then getting there and then realizing that things aren't open and you haven't you haven't planned everything that you want to plan. So think about it ahead of time and um and bring those things because like I said, they really would have saved us some time. Next up, pack entertainment for the kids or plan to hit a shop. I did a little bit of both. So I brought some pool toys and some puzzles for the room. And I let my girls bring their iPads, things like that. Just so that, because like I said, things are closed. You're going to have a little bit more time to fill. And also we hit the gift shop. It was open just limited hours. They only let three people in at a time, but it made it fun. They could each pick out something special to do. And then what I ended up doing is having them do it on the balcony one afternoon. So we did pool and then that gave them like two full hours of happy entertainment with their new activities out on the balcony. And I had a moment to pick up the room, 
order room service because there isn't, um, at most hotels, there is not any sort of hotel service for the room. So you're picking up your own room and, you know, you can call down for towels, of course, but that is not happening right now. So you might need a little bit of extra time in the room. So that was a great way for my kids to be happy and safe and playing. And you know how there's just something fun about having new toys versus, you know, your toys that you see every day. So that was exciting. Plan to hit the shop or bring extra entertainment for the kids. I always bring um, some sort of marker or coloring pad. I love those like scratch off kind of pads where you make your own art just by scratching it off. I just try to pack things that are light and aren't super messy. I also always bring things for dinner. I bring wiki sticks, those little wax sticks that they can mold into different figurines. That's great for like so many different ages. They can be creative with it. There are so many different things you can find on Amazon or online, little packs, Melissa and Doug brand. Toys always has some really great things depending on your kids' ages. But again, plan for things to be slower, things to take more time, things to be more frustrating. So entertaining the kids, bringing something for them to do is just going to make it a little bit easier and give you those extra minutes of time. Because I'm telling you, you just can't get frustrated. It's so easy to get frustrated. And I think so many of these hotels are just trying to keep themselves protected and their guests protected and their staff protected. Um, But some of them can seem kind of pointless. But listen, you can't fight it. You got to go with it. If you don't want to adhere to the rules, you got to stay home. That just is what it is. So rather than getting frustrated and mad, plan ahead of time so it's not going to be a frustrating experience. Now, like I said, we ordered room service one of the nights because I found that at most places, about half of the restaurants are completely closed. So embrace room service if you have kids. That's that's probably way more fun for them anyway than going at a sit, sitting at a long dinner. And you don't have just, you know, getting room service at a hotel and eating in bed or eating on a balcony is just so much fun as a kid and ordering whatever you want and things you wouldn't normally order. So embrace that. And rather than focusing on all the things that are closed, focusing focus on the things that are open and the things that are positive and room service might have to be your best friend. Also, in this the same thought, because most places have very limited restaurants open, most of them just with outside seating at this point, call ahead of time. Like the minute you know you're going there, call ahead of time and make dinner reservations. Since most of the restaurants are, are only have half, most of the hotels have only half the restaurants open, they fill up fast and most of them are only going at half capacity. So please, right when you know that you're going to go, Book your restaurant ahead of time. You can always cancel. You can always modify. So I'm telling you, by booking restaurant reservations ahead of time, you'll be so happy that you have options. And listen, worst case, you cancel. But especially during these times, make sure you write it down and remember to cancel just because I know everyone has extra work on their plates these days and we don't want to be holding up reservations if you're not going to take it. But make those reservations because they fill up so fast. Everyone's doing outside seating and limited capacity and all these different things. So to make sure that you can get in at um, the restaurants that you want, call right when you know and book those dinner reservations. I think that's really, really key. We did that and we were really happy that we were able to kind of have a balance of room service and also eating out at restaurants and having a little bit of service, which felt so nice. Also consider that most places aren't taking cash at all. So plan ahead for that. I still brought cash because I still wanted to tip people and most of the staff, um, like that helped us at all, like helped us a little bit with the bags, 
Um, there was no valet service, but you know, there was still um, a gentleman there kind of helping everyone and directing them. So most of them had gloves. So I felt comfortable, you know, for them not feeling weird. So I still tipped with cash, of course, but everything else was no cash. So make sure you plan ahead to bring a card that probably goes without saying, but just in case. Then think about what you're going to do each day, like I said, and think about how you're going to pack everything. So I pack kind of my bags ahead of time. I pack my pool bag and in my pool bag, I have a Ziploc with extra sanitizer and also baby wipes. And I also brought like Clorox wipes because I wanted to wipe down the pool chairs and any tables that we sit at just to be overly cautious and also feel comfortable. And here's the thing, those extra precautions helped me relax and enjoy. If you're going to do this, you have to commit to what level, what do you need to do to feel comfortable? Do that and then relax and enjoy because what's the point otherwise? So I packed my bags ahead of time. Now, I always think if you're going to go on a trip, plan for what you need that day in your day bag because you don't want to be opening up your luggage if the room's not ready, especially if you you know can't get into your room until like four o'clock or so, which is what happened to us. I had everything in my need, in my, everything I needed. Some of my kids wore their bathing suits under their clothes. Um, I didn't, and one of my daughters didn't. So we had them in my bag and we went and changed. So plan your bags ahead of time rather than just throwing everything in the suitcase. Plan your day bag for that day. But I also like planned my beach bag with the sunscreen and all the sanitizers and all that stuff. That way you just have less to sh- less shuffle once you actually get there and, and you're kind of doing it. So pack your bags ahead of time. Figure out your precautions. Call the hotel. Con- talk to the concierge. Talk to the front desk. Talk to the manager if you have to. Ask them what they're doing. Um, what restaurants are open, get a feel of it, but understand it changes by the day, by the hour. So kind of overly plan, get, you know, have an idea, but overly plan and plan for the unexpected. If you can, I think that you'll really, really thank yourself. And that way you can plan and then you can get there and relax. If you decide to go, I think you take all the precautions, but you have to make a plan so it's worth it. And you can't be a stress ball the whole time. Like I said, I love an outdoor area because for me, we were naturally six feet apart from everyone. One other great tip is ask for a hotel room, if possible, that's maybe ground level. So you don't have to be in elevators and in close proximity to other people. Or take the stairs if you have to. I feel like that's kind of a good option. Maybe pack gloves for that because you're pushing the doors open or just sanitize really well afterwards. Um, But again, I think that all these things you can navigate. I felt really comfortable because we were outside most of the time. We were able to get to our room really easily. We were never even close to people. Every night we did s'mores. They had nice big fire pits and everyone was really respectful kind of of the distance. Now, one crazy thing is at the hotel, which I wasn't realizing, you have to wear a mask by the pool at all times unless you were in the pool or sitting on your chair. So this was a little bit, and I understand all the rules, but this felt a little bit weird because they have a nice big pool area. And like a couple times, when when, the first day when I didn't realize the strict rule, because no one, that's the hard part. No one really tells you the strict rules. You kind of just got to figure it out as you go sometimes. And um, one of the girls kind of said really aggressively, hey, you need your mask. And I was like, well, I'm standing over here by myself. I literally, there was not anyone within like 20 feet of me. I was watching one of my kids waiting for them to come down the water slide. And it was hot. And, you know, I wanted to, I was about to get a cocktail. I want to sip a cocktail. You can't sip a cocktail with a mask very easily. But just knowing that 
listen, there's just extra steps right now. And you might have to wear a mask by the pool, which is super inconvenient. And also, to be honest, seemed a little bit silly because, you know, we were just really with our group. No one was ever close to us at all. But I get it. And you just got to understand if you're going to if you're going to go, you got to follow their rules and their job is so much harder. And but you know what? I was surprised that the message came across a little bit harsh. I mean, a lot harsh most of the time. We kind of felt like we were being yelled at a little bit. But you know what? Having perspective, I, I realized that this is all new to them too. And I'm sure they have these meetings and they're being told you have to stay on this. We can't, you know, you got to do this. You got to tell all these people. So I'm sure they're just trying to navigate that and trying to do their job the best that they can. So even though sometimes it felt like it was didn't make any sense. It was not even rational, but listen, you got to do it. And especially if you're going to walk up and order food, they definitely require masks anywhere. So just keep in mind, if you're going to do a pool vacation, they might be that strict that you have to have your mask on. So think about breathable masks. That's the thing. I like the reusable masks, but I think that the disposable masks sometimes are a little bit more breathable, especially if you have to wear them outside or outside when it's hot, you know, it's hard, it's hard to wear a mask and not feel kind of lightheaded sometimes if you're out doing things or listen, just hop in the pool and keep your buns in the pool. And then, like I said, it was easy to keep distance because I want to be safe, not just because there's rules about masks, but I want to wear masks. And, um, I have all my kids wearing masks. They don't resist. They totally understand it. Um, but for me, as far as, you know, safety and comfort level goes, I just try to, you know, keep our nice, keep our nice big distance. Also, you want to make sure if you're doing a pool trip, you go down early, get everyone ready and hit the pool early so you can get good pool chairs. Of course, with social distancing, there's not as many pool chairs. There's there's just not. And at one point we saw, and I don't even know how they navigated this, but at the hotel that we were staying at, we saw like middle of the day, prime time on a Saturday, they were telling hotel guests that they were at capacity at the pool and they couldn't come in. Now there are Two other pools besides the, we were at the main pool the whole time, but I think the two other pools are adult pools. So if you have kids, I'm not sure. And I'm sure there were a lot of upset people about that, but I think that it didn't last very long. I think that then once they felt like then once their numbers, um, you know, kind of came down, once people left, they could let more people in. But think about that because everywhere has a different capacity than they did before. So get up early, get some good beach chairs. Bring all your stuff so you don't have to, you know, kind of be running around. You can watch the kids safely if you have them. And just, like I said, plan for less space for everyone. So, um, you know, get your good spot and get there early because the worst would be to not be able to get in or have to, you know, wait an hour till there was uh, less people by the pool to where you could actually get in and go. I also, in my pool bag, packed like clothes for afterwards, just because like I said, things are so, things are so much more complicated. You might end up walking somewhere else or kind of going to get ice cream. So I, I pack, you know, sweatshirts and shorts for everyone so they could throw stuff on afterwards. Um, it's weird. I tried to underpack, you know, so I didn't have so much stuff to go through in the hotel room, but then on the, for the days I kind of overpacked. So I was ready for whatever we, whatever we needed. If we needed to put on full kind of clothes to pop um, into an outside restaurant or something like that, just to try to ease the frustration so that we weren't, um, so that we weren't uh, constantly having to go back to the room or having way too many steps so that things were frustrating. Because listen, everything's frustrating enough and everything's, everything takes longer than it normally does. So do whatever you can to ease that frustration and ease that stress, plan ahead of time, pack all the things you need 
and you'll just have such a better time. Because listen, you have to enjoy your time away. We all need it. We deserve it. We need it for ourselves. We need it for our relationships with our spouses or our friends or our kids. We need it. We deserve it. So plan ahead of time. Don't let the little things bother you. Like so much of everything going on right now, sometimes we just have to slow down and be patient. Understand that things that used to be easy now take 10 steps or 20 steps, but that's just what it is right now. This is not going to last forever. So getting mad at people isn't going to help. Getting frustrated at the situation and telling someone off who's just trying to do their job isn't going to help. And getting frustrated is just going to put a damper on your mood and on your vacation. You're taking the time away. You're, you know, spending the money to go somewhere. Let's make the most of it. You know, I hope you are able to plan a getaway this summer and spend some really special time with people that you love. Even if it looks totally different than it did in years past, we're going to plan for it. We are going to embrace it. We're going to make the most of it. You're still together, you're still having fun, and that is what you will remember. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.